Today, Biden sends troops to the border in preparation of Title 42's expiration. Fox News leaks Tucker Carlson videos to Media Matters, and it didn't go the way they thought it would. And Donald Trump will appear on a CNN presidential town hall. We've got all the details and more, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and today the Biden regime approved the decision to send 1500 active duty United States troops to the southern border in anticipation of Title 42 ending next week, which is, of course, the COVID era rule that limits the amount of illegal immigrants processed into the country. Now, these troops will serve in mostly administrative and transport roles to help free up Border Patrol and local law enforcement in preparation for the growing group of migrants to come. Now, just how big is this group of migrants? According to Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona, the group already amasses nearly one million migrants who intend to flood the border as part of a Mexican drug cartel operation. Watch. Just got off the phone with uh, a county supervisor from uh, my state, sits right on the border. They just had a briefing with uh, the sector chiefs from San Diego through Yuma to Tucson. And they are told that there's between 700,000 and a million people massing uh, south of the border that when Title 42 goes away, uh, the cartels have planned to overwhelm the system. And so what's gonna happen there, Steve, is what they're anticipating. They do not have enough resources to keep them in the detention and processing facilities. Uh, they don't have enough personnel. And, uh, and so when those facilities get full, what's gonna happen and this is this is real because we've seen things like this in the past uh, under this administration. They're going to just take pictures. They're not even going to do full-on um, processing. They're going to take pictures. If we're lucky, fingerprints, probably not even that. And then they're going to release them right in to the local communities along the border. Wonderful. But uh, many illegal immigrants aren't waiting until May 11th, and why would they? Despite Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas claiming the border is closed, the border is secure, Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz tweeted out yesterday, in the past 72 hours, they had had 22,220 apprehensions, 806 pounds of methamphetamine, 283 pounds of marijuana, 62 pounds of cocaine, two sex offenders, one murderer, and one gang member, all in just three days. And although 22,000 apprehensions may sound like a lot, and it is, that number likely pales in comparison to the immigrants who were not apprehended and processed at the border, who just snuck right on through. The streets of El Paso, Texas, look like a third world country already, with illegal immigrants setting up homeless camps and packed in like sardines, sleeping in the streets, draining the city's already spread thin resources. No, this is not El Salvador or Honduras or another third world country you are seeing right now. This is here in America and coming very soon to a city near you. Now, call me crazy, but if the border was already secure, as our officials have told us over and over and over again, why would we need additional troops to help secure it? And if the border was already secure, how are all these people getting in? And if the border was already secure, then how did that man in Cleveland, Texas, who just shot and killed an entire family, get deported and crossed back into America at least five times? 
Of course, any reasonable person understands that the border is not secure and has not been secure since day one of the Biden regime. We are run by a bunch of liars and criminals, and the American citizens are going to see the very real and devastating consequences of an open border for generations to come. It will not be pleasant. Here to discuss this and more, we have Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America, and Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed. No, don't check your calendars. It's not Thursday. It is Tuesday. We're doing, we just have Pat and Stu Day on a different day this week. Um, this is, you know, it's fascinating because you feel like we've been in a border crisis for a very long time now, and the Biden administration has refused to acknowledge it. How bad must it be for them to be like, all right, I guess we're sending 1,500 troops? <laughs> really, really bad. And they know it's really, really bad. And they realize this is the type of thing they have no ability to control. And it's, you know, devast- it's going to be devastating to that area and really the whole country. I mean, you mentioned the person in Cleveland, Texas, who wound up murdering this family execution style just the other day. Uh, and, you know, every report said the same thing, that he's been deported five times. And that is not a sentence that should ever be spoken. Mm-hmm. If you're deported one time and you come back in, you don't get another chance to be deported again. You get thrown in prison and you remain there for a very long time. Uh, at the very least, um, it is. But unfortunately, our policy is we just keep releasing these people. They keep coming across. And like, you know, this whole debate about the the local issue here was about, you know, Democrats wanted to make it about guns. But if you're not guarding the border, like this person could have just walked across with an AR-15 for Mexico and no one would have noticed. I, what, what good would it have done if we got all the guns here off the streets? If you're going to leave the border open, and let people walk across with guns of their own. It creates so many problems. It's devastated so many families. It does a lot of damage to the economy. It's it's and it just you know, sends the signal to the rest of the world. It's a lawless nation, mm-hmm. and if that's the what we want to project to the rest of the world, this is a great path to do it. This Title Forty Two going away is the thing we've been talking about and waiting for since Joe Biden became president. He, you know, I to his credit, question mark. He left it in place without getting it off the books immediately. Um, but we knew this day was coming. Everybody on his left flank has been saying that he has to do it. And now he's going to do it. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's going to it's going to be something I think we've never seen before. I mean, we've seen border crisis before. We've seen we've we've seen that happen many, many times. And honestly, we've been, I would argue, in an ongoing crisis for the past you know couple of years here. This is a whole new level. And this is not something that we're used to taking care of. And we certainly have no ability to actually handle it. I mean, just to put in perspective, we, with Title 42 still in, in place, we are already, they are, there's like record number of apprehensions, of gotaways, of all of these numbers, record numbers every single month from what I've seen. I can't remember a month where they haven't gone, well, this is a new record. Well, this is a new record. It just gets more and more and more. That's before Title 42 is even expired. It's just going to get worse. And yet, yesterday... Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre said that they had reduced illegal crossings by 90%. No, she didn't. She absolutely did. did. 90%. That's how good the Biden administration has been. 
the last few years. I mean, can you... Are you sure this is her? Is this, or was this her from St. Patrick's Day? I think it was. this is the clip from her when she said that. It was on St. Patrick's Day. It was on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, because if you look at the yes. video, you yeah. can see. I think I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, right. Oh, yeah, the green. St. Yeah, very yeah. nice. Green with the weird. Very nice. It's a weird combo, right? Odd combo. Uh, very very odd combo. She's okay. never repeated an outfit, but she should definitely not repeat this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one we're asking her, please don't repeat. Uh, okay, so Control Room says that they have that clip that you're referencing, Pat. Let's watch. He has tools that he's used to, to make sure that we do this. We actually deal with the immigration system in a humane way uh, and in a, in a way that is uh, uh, that actually deals with what we're seeing at the border. And that's why you've seen the parolee program be so successful. Uh, it has, it has, um, it has uh, uh, when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90 percent. Oh, and that's sorry, because of this act, the actions more. that the president has taken. More, so at least 91 percent? That's a lot. That's a lot. And here we are being that's critical. A lot. Uh, I know. Uh, what, do what do we want? Every single person stopped? No. That's not going to happen. Well, first of all, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's what we want. But yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that, has there ever been a, a more out of touch statistic uttered? I, I mean, oh, look, we've a had lot a lot of presidents that say a lot of things. A lot of yeah. spokespeople will say a lot of stuff. But I don't that know. That's incredible. Outrageous. We're in the exact opposite position. She's saying it's down 90%? <laughs> like, it's up every single month. It's a mm-hmm. record every month. And she says it's down 90%. Incredible. I've never seen the footage from El Paso. Have you, have you seen that before? No. I was I, that is devastating. astounding. It looks, you look, you, God, you it said it looks like, looks like El Salvador. El it Salvador does. is doing much better than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Much better than that right now. I mean, truly. Yeah. Um, and, and, you look know. Look at that. Uh, there's nowhere for them to go. Wow. Yeah. Uh, home? Well, How about home. I would love it if they go would home. go home. Um, and you remember, you wow. know, Biden went to the board, went to the border, went to El Paso, and they cleaned up the streets yeah. for the, yeah. you know, for the optics of it. I, I, I think they're at a point now where there's, there's they no, clean that you up. can't clean that up. Where do they go? No. Where yeah, do you put that? There's no hiding that. That's what it looks like now. Where are the other ones going to go? Right, like. I, this is a very real question. It's not a rhetorical. Like, wh- mm-hmm. where are they going to go? There will not be space in El Paso. Are they going to have buses lined up? Are they busing them here? I sure as hell hope not. But, I mean, you have to imagine that they do understand. Look, they're very incompetent. I, I'm not, I don't mean to downplay their, you know, incompetency. But, like, you have to believe that they have some sort of a plan other than send these troops. Because... Remember, I said the troops are not there to, like, enforce the law and send them back. They're just there to help alleviate the Border Patrol processing all of these people. Right. Like Mm -hmm. they're they're not going to, like, go stand in a line with uh, all their guns and prevent people from coming through. You're not going to have guns at the border. They won't do that. They absolutely will not do that. Um, I think, too, like one of the big issues is not it's not border management as much as it's internal enforcement. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we catch, capture people in Ohio. Right. That, right. That, and we don't do anything about right. it. We right. constantly capture these people, and then release them inside the country. There's no there's no you know, there, there's all these sanctuary cities and sanctuary states at this point that don't care about this problem at all. So you're incentivizing people to come. You know, you get 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 past that. That the border is, you know, that's a, that's a challenge, but not a, uh, not one that they can't handle. And then you're inside, and once you're inside, we treat it as less than a speeding ticket. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't mm-hmm. they come? I, you know, it's mm-hmm. hard. It's in some ways hard to blame them, although I, you know, still would like to, them to avoid illegal activity. But we don't take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, I, I want to get back to Corinne Jean-Pierre for a second. Um, is it 
impressive how bad she is while looking at her notes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Because you can tell when words confuse her when she just starts blinking <laughs> she, feverishly. She, like, she just blinks like 78 <laughs> times a second <laughs> while she's looking down. Yeah. Um, it is very, very strange. And you're right. Like I, We were talking about this off the air the other day. Like She's been doing this for a while, right? Like This is not getting better. Like In a year or more, uh, right? Right? Yeah. And she's just reading and reading and reading and reading. And, you know, even, this was an attempt at... at <laughs> Look at her eyes. They're just blinking like a... Look at that. How many blinks is that? Because she has no concept what she's talking about. These are her tells. Mm -hmm. And I I, I really do find it remarkable because she, you know, she'll read, you know, three or four paragraphs consecutively. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not... We don't need a human being to do this job if that's what you're going to do. Just put up the document. I I kept saying... I was thinking Siri would be good. Because you can just get... (laughs) Siri will read you... Like, if you happen to be someone who's blind, you can put something on your phone and you can, like, listen and it will read you the document. That's It's like a, one of their accessibility settings. It will just read you the document. Let's just put the phone up there. <laughs> because why, why, if she's just going to read to us every every day, why not just hire a, an iPhone and then you don't have to pay for the wardrobe, Save which is bigger. $170,000 or whatever they're paying her. Well, and the wardrobe, which is and bigger than wardrobe. our military budget. Yeah. Our current <laughs> military budget is about half of what Corinne Jean-Pierre's wardrobe is. And that's a little known fact, but it's true. I've checked it. <laughs> So just uh, to put things in perspective here with the border, you know, we previously did have a president who wanted to build a wall and secure the border. And uh, Joe Biden has blown through 50 billion of taxpayer dollars on consulting firms, which is just for the record, uh, three times as much money as a former president, Donald Trump, had allotted to spend to build the border wall before, of course, it was axed by the current regime. Three Mm. times as much on consulting firms while allowing this open border crisis to happen. Lovely. Awesome. Um, All right, let's go ahead and let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about the new leaked Tucker Carlson videos. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Freedom Project Academy. So, um, you know, if if your kids are in public school, first of all, get them out, okay, because they're learning all this leftist propaganda, critical race theory. They're not going to graduate knowing how to read um, or do math, but they will graduate knowing every single kind of gender that they are taught because that's what they teach in public schools these days. It's so bad, actually. Colleges have been dumbing down their courses for years to accommodate the average incoming freshman who can barely read and write at a seventh grade level. It's that bad. You guys need to talk to Freedom Project Academy. They have perfected online learning. They offer live on-demand and homeschool courses for K through 12, and they were built on Judeo-Christian values and classical curriculum. They are dedicated to mastery of subject matter and teaching kids how to think, not what to think. You can save 10% on tuition when you enroll over at freedomforschool.com. That is freedomforschool.com. Com, go there, request their free information packet, and in, just get your kids out of public schools, okay? We can't afford to hand over another generation to the left. Take back your child's education at freedomforschool.com. Those of you watching on Blaze TV, we appreciate you being a subscriber. Uh, those of you who are watching on YouTube, I don't know if you guys heard, my whole my whole channel's demonetized. Oh, congratulations. I, I Forever? Very, or is that just a temporary? I mean, we don't know. We don't can, know? We're going to reapply whenever they allow us to reapply, those benevolent overlords over at YouTube. <laughs> but um, for now, while we're around, we'd appreciate you subscribing to the channel while you still can. Um, and uh, make sure to like this. Give it the thumbs up. 
hit that thumbs up and uh, let us know what you think about the news of the day, particularly this next story, which I can't wait to talk about. So Fox News appears to be, I guess I should say allegedly, I don't know how else Media Matters have has gotten this footage. So it looks like Fox News is teaming up with Media Matters to take down Tucker Carlson after uh, several videos of Tucker were leaked to the, of course, left-wing organization. Now, um, I'm going to play these for you, and you're going to notice that these appear, like they're trying to to gotcha him. They're trying to Mm -hmm. end his career. Like these are meant to be very damaging videos, and um, I don't think it went quite the way that they thought it would. So in this first clip, uh, Media Matters was like, Tucker lashed out at Fox News because he didn't like the interface of the Fox Nation app. He lashed out at his company. And here was the actual clip. Watch. I mean, this is airing on the nighttime show, and I want it to look official. I don't want it to be like bro talk. And I, and I, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the majority of it, like if we go like 45 minutes, it's going to be for Fox Nation. But nobody's going to watch it on Fox Nation. Nobody watches Fox Nation because the site sucks. So I'd really like to just put the dump the whole thing on YouTube. As someone who previously subscribed to Fox Nation, I can confirm (laughs) the site does suck. It is very bad. So that so, are you guys done with Tucker Carlson yet? Oh yeah, totally. Are you, are you done? Oh, yeah. oh man. Okay. Well, cutting him wherever he goes. Even if, if he comes here. Listen, <laughs> if anyone's on the fence about it, all right, you're like, oh, that wasn't enough. I want to see more evidence. Here is Tucker Carlson making a misogynistic joke about someone's girlfriend being yummy, and then telling Media Matters to go f themselves. Watch. You wouldn't? Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not qualified on that score, I will say. I thought his girlfriend was kind of yummy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Cases is being pulled off the bird. Yeah, the bird. Hey, media matters for America. F*** yourself. That's the first thing I want to say tonight. Second thing is, totally kidding. I don't even know what his girlfriend looks like. And if I did, I would not find her Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> I like him better after these oh, videos. That's what I I'm liked saying. him before. I like him better now. That, I never thought that Tucker Carlson could be more likable. Mm. I, I changed my mind. Yeah. I like him more now. Those are very funny moments and like <laughs> real moments, yeah. right? Like yeah. it makes him more human. Yep. It makes him more human, and also the like, yeah. When he's talking about the website, like all he's saying, he's he wants to be. He's prioritizing his giant national TV show all over his internet stream that has one fiftieth right. of the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no! If what that. a terrible thing! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. I um, <laughs> I just feel like. Maybe you guys don't have to admit to this. I'm like, wow, I watched that and I'm like, how many moments have I had, uh, (laughs) you know, off air while we're not filming? And I say something ridiculous, um, you know, while the cameras are on right before we go to air. Right. Mm -hmm. And what you do is you trust your employer to Mm -hmm. not sabotage Uh you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's right. the thing you can't believe in when you're at Fox News Channel because uh, allegedly these things have happened to many previous <laughs> hosts who have been there as well, what? where they will leak negative information about their really? hosts to sink them, whether they're there or not. Even not when they're their there, biggest they stars on the network. Oh though. yeah, no, that, yeah. Well, that's what people have said. I haven't said it. Wow, people okay. have said it. Mm, All right. I'm just, I'm I've quoting, heard people say that I'm before. Quote, see, that backs me up. I'm quoting there was others. A guy who said that something to that effect last week. Yeah. on really? a show. Yeah, of some kind. It's interesting. Remember the name? Yeah. No, you can't. How could he possibly? There's so many shows now, Sarah. Matt or uh, <laughs> Fat or... Fat. Uh, 
something. That's I, a weird name. Remember. Right? Yeah, it is a weird name. Uh, I, you know, look, we uh, allegedly went through this when 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 we left Fox. I mean, we, you know, they're, yeah. the Fox PR department is literally famous for they're, doing this are. type of stuff. Um, yeah. Of course, I'm sure they would deny that they ever did it. But, you know, they did it to Megyn Kelly. They did it to Glenn Beck. They did it to Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. They've, they did it to Trish Regan. They've done it to a hundred different hosts who have left there. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's their MO. Like you watch, you know, I don't know if you guys watch Succession, but I mean, they, they're basing that sort of off the Murdochs and it, like the same type of stuff happens. It's they, a real thing. It really is what they, they do. Don't, they didn't, I, I, and it seems like they're, allegedly. they're still, allegedly, yes, they're, they're still of this mindset that you they don't want you to get bigger than the network. Yep. And if they mm-hmm. perceive that you're becoming bigger than the network, they're going to tear you down a little bit mm-hmm. or a lot. And this is and an that's what they do too, to separate. Allegedly. Allegedly. They know Tucker's going to go somewhere else. They know he's going to get a buttload of money. They yep. know that he's going to probably bring a big audience, and they want to try to minimize that damage. So they want to try to separate him from his audience. They want to mm-hmm. make him look like he's a bad guy. He's bashing the audience behind make the scenes. Make him unhirable. Make him unhirable. Make him look like he's a problem. You know, like a, a, a fledgling startup uh, that's streaming might not like to see Tucker Carlson track. Uh, uh, the, the streaming service. Now, I don't think any rational person would look at that that way and say that's what he was doing. Uh, they would say, look, you know, he's probably right on the site and he's just trying to, to give a good product and mm-hmm. get the most people to, to, to see it. Um, but, you know, this is their attempt. I think what these videos show more than anything else is they don't have anything. Right. To take down Tucker. Well, yeah. right. Like, the, the, this is as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm. These are the worst, right? Because you're going to lead with whatever the worst thing is. Mm-hmm. T- like, Tucker Carl, it's much like Donald Trump. It's like, you guys have been investigating him for a billion years. These are the worst things that you can find. Some, you know, bogus, going back to Donald Trump, some bogus, like, uh, falsifying business records charge in the state of New York because you can't find anything else. And even that probably is not like you're you're jumping a lot of hoops to try to do that. Tucker Carlson in the same way. It's like how many hours of footage has he filmed? And these are the worst moments that you can find just him being like relatable and funny. Okay, seems like a pretty awesome guy. I want to play uh, a couple more for you guys here. Um, so this was again with the misogyny. Okay, because uh, Tucker was talking to Pierce Morgan while preparing for an interview with him. And oh no. They joked about sex. Watch. I think it's totally cool. So let's, um, is, if we're going to talk about sex, I'd love to hit some of the fine points of technique. <laughs> but you know, but it's your show. It's totally up to you. We can certainly talk about your sexual technique, especially after your tanning testicles last week. <laughs> Not mine. We'll speak in more general terms, but I've got something to add. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, come what on. A horrible guy. That, that could be a discussion from an Eagle Scout. Get out of yeah, here. That so, is just so. tame. That's not misogynist at all. No. God, that's asinine. No, wow. Can we say, too? The, You're really stretching. A, yeah. A separate important thing here is the fact that when these things came out, they did not come out with the videos initially. They mm-hmm. made them sound much worse than they mm-hmm. were. They were mm-hmm. delivered to the New York Times. As the New York Times says, obtained videos. Uh, and, of course, we now know where they were obtained them from. Of course, Media Matters, mm-hmm. because that's where they get all their news from, mm-hmm. right? Like, they just go to these people, these, these shut-ins who sit around their house all day and blog about... Well, their uh, parents' house. 
Well, yeah, 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 that's yeah, fair. I, I right. They don't own the home. They don't own the home. <laughs> um, but uh, they sit around and they and they blog. They get mad at all conservative shows and and mm-hmm. lie and about them and take them out of context and try to ruin their lives uh, with very very little success over a very long period of time. But you know, again, the success for them is to get more money from George Soros, so that they're mm-hmm. successful at. And then they leak stuff like this, and like, yeah, I think you're right. I think this just makes him look relatable. And I mean, those are just funny moments. Like, he should pull that out, and that should just be on like his Twitter yeah. feed. Like, <laughs> I, a promo for him. Yeah, totally. That's just a funny moment. He definitely should retweet it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, on Twitter, where the Media Matters reporter like has this whole detailed thread, and it's very dramatic about you know the misogynistic comments and Tucker lashing out at his employer. Uh, he's being ratioed to hell on Twitter. Oh, good. Which is much good. deserved. Um, all right, let's. Let's go ahead and take another quick break. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So if you are one of the millions of Americans who you just, you know, maybe you deal with pain uh, very quite often, maybe it's a knee problem, maybe you've got arthritis, whatever the case may be, you know that if you are living with pain, it can be like, it just affects your whole life. Maybe you're, you know, grumpier with your spouse, with your kids, you have less patience because you're just living in constant pain. I, I realize this, I think, Pat over here really, really knows what it's like to live with, mm-hmm. a, with pain, with back problems. I even hate to like complain about my back problems when I'm in the presence <laughs> of Pat. Um, but I do know what it's like to live with pain. The good news is it doesn't have to be that way. Relief Factor is a great way to reduce pain. And what it does is uh, it's reducing the inflammation in your body, in your joints. And when you take it as directed, it could change your life. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. And once you get rid of that inflammation, you will see big changes. By the way, 70% of the people who take it keep ordering it because it's working for them. It can work for you. Try the three-week quick start, and it's $19.95. It's a trial pack. Again, the odds are in your favor. It is going to work and get you out of pain. You can go to relieffactor.com. Get that three-week quick start over at relieffactor.com. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no farm guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Very sad news for you guys today. I'm sorry, I don't mean to bring it down. I know we just had a fun time talking about Tucker Carlson and all that. Um, Vice Media is preparing to file for bankruptcy. Oh, no, no. According to confidential sources. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just have to give you the news. The seconds I've spent with Vice. Seconds. (laughs) Over the years. Really? Over over a long, long period of time, if you added it all up. It would be seconds. Really? Yeah, not quite a dozen seconds, but, yeah. you know, somewhere close to that. <laughs> wow. So yeah. this, so just like for perspective here, this is an organization that was once valued at $5.7 billion. Yeah. 
And the sources have said that there were like five companies, more than five companies, I think, who have expressed interest, but that the, the likelihood of them coming to some sort of acquisition deal is very, very slim. And uh, the filing could come within weeks. And I just want to, you know, I thought to myself, I don't understand. What, why is Vice failing? You know, we have all of these real journalists talking about real things <laughs> that people want to hear about. What, what could possibly be going wrong? And I was reminded by going to Vice's website and seeing some of the awesome uh, journalisms that were going on there. Here's one article. Ring in hashtag masturbation may with mystery vibes massive sex toy sale. Mm. Oh. That's a good one. Okay. Uh, another one. You can always get your daily horoscope there. <laughs> which is always very helpful. And, of course, at the top, we had my boyfriend is saying increasingly misogynistic things. What do I do? Mm. So I can't mm. imagine what what's going wrong. What a pathetic, pathetic fall. I, you know, I'm kidding. In 2017, they got hundreds of millions of dollars in, in venture capitalism funding. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we've never here at The Blaze had mm -hmm. money like that ever pour in. Mm -hmm. You know, all these, cons all these places, them, BuzzFeed News. They were the media darling. Yeah, me media darlings. And all at one point or another were tweeting about how Glenn Beck was failing and how right. The Blaze mm -hmm. was going to collapse. And mm -hmm. now they're yep. all gone and Glenn's still here and The Blaze is still here. Fascinating to see. But, uh, you know, like at the very beginning, right, like Vice had something, I think. Like they had, it was never something that I loved, but it was something that was like interesting and different. And they went to these weird places and you saw this like right. underground, like these underground videos. And they, they really had a little bit of something there for a while. And then it just turned to just li another Garbage. liberal nonsense site. And I, why these people chase the same vision over and over and over again? I guess they're just dedicated to it. But they've blown up another $6 billion company. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> this is what liberalism buys you. Uh, they've done it again. And, uh, you know, I, I think people got bored of their shtick. And it changed to complete nonsense, as we just saw. Didn't the same thing happen to BuzzFeed? Did yeah, BuzzFeed News. news. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, BuzzFeed News. BuzzFeed yeah. News. Okay. And, well, so BuzzFeed News uh, announced its closure, mm -hmm. and um, Vox just recently laid off, like, 7% of their staff, yes. 130 people. So we're, are we still going to see 45 things you can say to your hunky plumber <laughs> yes. when he's doing your pipes? Gosh, yes. I hope we so. We still will see that on BuzzFeed, <laughs> I hope, because those are I important tell you, to me. That sounds like a funny joke, but that is a real story. And I remember <laughs> I when Pat it found is. it. It was something very close to that. What close, do you say to your hunky plumber <laughs> yeah. he's there? And there's at least 45 things. It might have oh, been yeah. 47. Wow. Yeah, it, it been was more. a lot. And they can, and, you know, BuzzFeed came into, uh, there's a new book out today by Ben Smith who used to work at BuzzFeed. He also worked at BuzzFeed News. He was the guy who, um, who released the dossier. I uh, remember this. Uh, yes. The BuzzFeed News was that site. Yes, the and dossier he, that was not substantiated at all. No, um, and they Clearly. released it. He still stands by that release, which is a you know questionable to me. Wow. Um, and his point is that not necessarily that it was true, but that it was you know <laughs> everyone in the media was reading it, and he thought that people should be able to read what the people in the media were reading too. That was his call on that. I don't know. You know, you can judge that as you will. But he was there for a lot of this stuff, and BuzzFeed, of course, was. Was the, the 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 hunky plumber site right? Yeah. Like that's what you know. Right. It's cat videos and and ridiculous uh -huh. listicles, and they did all that stuff. They tried to do this news thing. The news thing completely failed. Vice had a thing at one point. They tried to branch off into just doing liberal news and and nonsense. That failed. Uh, Vox is another great example. I mean, Vox mm -hmm. is a is a shiny media darling. They got tons of money. Their site looks slick. I mean, a, a yeah. lot of these these are nice websites. Yeah. They've invested in it. You can tell, and yet. 
you know, conservative media with zero dollars in venture capital funding from basically the beginning. I mean, have we ever had a dime in venture capital funding this entire industry? No way. And yet there's still a lot of power players there because there's a thirst for the information. So uh, speaking of fake news, I do want to talk uh, about Donald Trump going to CNN. They just announced CNN is going to have Donald Trump participating in a town hall event next week. This is his first appearance on CNN six, since the 2016 campaign. This is going to take place in New Hampshire on May 10th. Uh, Caitlin Collins is going to moderate and questions will only be taken from voters in New Hampshire. Now, I want to play a little flashback for you uh, <laughs> from 2020, Trump speaking to Caitlin Collins during a press conference. And uh, Trump just was like, your fake news. Don't talk to me. Watch. The problem is you don't write the truth. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I want to go. I want to go to the next. Can I ask you a question? No, not CNN. Please. Go ahead. The White House has not you don't. I told you. CNN is fake news. Don't talk to me. Go ahead, please. But he says he was retaliated against and that's why he was removed from his job. Do you have a response to that? OK, next question. We love to see it. Um, so this is a fascinating one for me, because on one hand, you have Donald Trump, who does say and I think believe, which I also believe that CNN is fake news, like they do not have any intention to be honest, to give honest, uh, you know, reports, to uh, pose honest questions to potential candidates. Like, I I don't trust their narrative at all. On the other hand, CNN, who constantly promoted the idea that Donald Trump should be banned from society for the last, what, three years. They continue to promote that. Right. They're still doing it. Is now like, hey, we think that Twitter should have kept you off their platform. We think that you should be deplatformed everywhere else. But come on our network because our ratings are so bad. We need the views. It's very odd. I don't get either of the decisions on either side to me. Yeah, it is very strange. I mean, you know, obviously Trump, is the same person, right? Like, he's the same guy. Why would he want to go back there? Right. You can make the argument, I suppose, they have had a changeover in leadership over at, at CNN, right? Like, the Discovery people have come in in that, in that interim. Yeah, but Caitlin Collins is moderating. Yeah, but uh, Caitlin Collins, I mean, go trace her career back. She worked for uh, Tucker Carlson's The Daily Caller. Mm-hmm. That's where she's from. I mean, I don't. she was not a, a crazy liberal her whole life, and I don't know that, I don't know what she is now. I mean, she, said, she says she was a reporter, but she was a reporter at The Daily Caller. Yeah. At one point. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, if you can get it, look, he's the he's likely going to be the nominee for the Republican Party. That is the most likely scenario. It's not a guarantee. I think DeSantis still has a chance. Somebody else maybe can pop up into that picture. But generally speaking, he's the most likely person to be pre- uh, nominee for president of the United States. And he's going against a guy in his 80s who has a 40 percent approval rating. And, and most of his party doesn't want him to run. So you better know what this guy's talking about. We should obviously have access to it. Again, I would almost... CNN, I can understand why they'd want him on. There's an actual news value to it, which is I, don't, I doubt is their motivation. And also, they really need some people to watch and get people talking about them. I don't know what Trump gets out of that. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. I don't know what. I mean, he likes to mix it up. He maybe he wants to go in there and just you know call them fake news a bunch of times, and and you know maybe that's it. I don't know what he gets out of that. Maybe he's legitimately scared of DeSantis and wants to try to get ahead of it with voters before he gets into the race. I don't know what it is, but it, it's an odd. It is an odd choice. He seems to be legitimately scared of DeSantis since DeSantis hasn't even run yet, and he's doing a million and a half uh, in attack ads every week uh, against DeSantis. It's it's amazing. I'm a little irritated with him right now because he's done some weird things lately, and this is one of them. I mean, I don't I don't understand it. Why would you 
reward them for this seven-year campaign they've waged against you. Why? And I, I challenge anyone to decipher the difference between a Donald Trump current campaign ad and the John Kerry ad from 2004 against George W. Bush or the Al Gore yeah. ad. Yeah. All they are is complaining about how little Ron DeSantis wants to spend. Yeah. Like, and I, right. I, I, you know, I understand and that he like, wants to cut social. He wants to cut social security. He wants to cut Medicare. He wants to. He, I'm like, this those are all Democrat. Great. He wants to raise the retirement age. Like right. all these things that are like typical boilerplate liberal complaints from yep. the 1990s and 2000s are now the central platform from the the standard holder of the Republican Party. That should blow people's minds a little bit more should. than it does. Should. It's going to get, I think, uh, much uglier before. Oh yeah. Before it gets yeah. better, yeah. and I'm not looking forward to it. Um, so. I, I want to throw in one more theory here that I guess Trump was mad at uh, the the RNC picking Fox News to host the the 2024 presidential primary. Um, he had said like, basically he didn't think that there should be a primary. So he just he, gets it. Well, he wanted the same thing to happen with the presidency, right? He wants one of them to just be kind of named. He said uh, he posted on Truth Social. He said, when you're leading by seemingly insurmountable numbers and you have hostile networks with angry Trump and MAGA hating anchors asking the questions, why subject yourself to being libeled and abused? And then he agreed to go oh, on CNN. CNN. Yeah. I mean, so, look, none of this means anything, right? It's all positioning and, and saying what you need to say on a particular day in a particular news cycle. We should not draw large conclusions from it. Yeah. But I mean, he's doing the same. He wants the same thing that Joe Biden has. Right. 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 Joe Biden doesn't right. have to do anything with RFK yeah. Jr. He doesn't have to say anything to him. He, the guy's at 20, 22 percent. He doesn't have to. He gets to completely ignore him. I mean, the last poll that came out, uh, RFK Jr. was higher in the polls than Ron DeSantis was on the Republican side. Wow. So, like, you know, I, I still think in reality... Long you know, way to go, though. Yeah. DeSantis yeah. isn't even an announced candidate right. yet. Yeah. Um, and I think he will do well and make a run at this. But, you know, st- you know look, Trump you would think would not bother with this. Yeah. Right? But he wants to for some reason. Well... I, for one, will be tuning in. So that's at least one viewer that they'll have. Um, All right, we got to take another quick break. Want to remind you guys about a new film exclusively on Blease TV. So um, Stu's already laughing. Yes, it's funny. Because he loves the film. Yeah. So it's called Reopening. And look, I mean, we all know the left is like, horrible at comedy. They actually don't want comedy to exist. You're not allowed to joke about anything these days or you get labeled a phobic or a racist or whatever. Well, Blaze TV is embarking on a mission to save comedy and impact the culture. And we're launching this mission this Thursday, May 4th. We're releasing our first ever full-length comedy film. It's called Reopening and it is a mockumentary that follows the cast and crew of a small community theater as they struggle to reopen during the heart of the COVID-19 pandemic. It is very funny. Uh, Of course, it's satire and and, um, you know, we all lived through this time yeah. period that was like absolutely ridiculous. Why not sit back and laugh about it? I say laugh so you don't cry. So you can do that here at Blaze TV. You can go to blazetv.com slash reopening. We're going to be streaming a live pre-show, by the way, on YouTube for that. Uh, Thursday, May 4th, it's 8 p.m. Eastern for the premiere exclusively on Blaze TV. So. You got to go to blazetv.com slash reopening. Use code reopening to get $20 off of your subscription. That is blazetv.com slash reopening. Promo code reopening for $20 off. Investigative journalist Sloan Rackmuth released shocking findings on uh, just how young medical experts are suggesting transitioning children's gender. Uh, Duke Health, UNC Health, and ECU, Eastern Carolina University Health, are all transitioning toddlers who identify 
as transgender. You can see Duke, two years old, UNC, three years old, ECU, four years old. Uh, East Carolina University opened up its own pride clinic, seeing children of all ages. And uh, the activist who directs the clinic said this in an interview with a local newspaper. The literature tells us that kids can start around age four having their gender identity, so we do not want to exclude anybody within the pediatrics realm. A big part of our goal is to provide affirming primary care to everybody in the LGBTQ plus spectrum. And uh, as far as UNC Health, I want to I want to show you UNC Health. They welcome, they say, on their gender clinic intake form, they welcome children as young as three years old to be evaluated for gender dysphoria, and they do practice gender affirming care, which is, of course, the exact opposite of what real gender affirming care would be. By this gender affirming care, they mean they're teaching children to think that they are not their correct gender. Um, so that's good because I have an almost three year old, and I am quite confident that he has absolutely no capabilities to determine that type of mature subject matter. But if I took him to UNC Health and said he likes to wear my headbands, which he does, uh, they're going to tell me to transition him socially. <laughs> well, actually, they, they limited it to four. So, oh, I'm, okay. So that, they right. were the ones with four. They had the really crazy standard of four-year-olds where the other <laughs> once he hits like four, two. once he hits four, he will he'll be able to get the. Yeah, then you can send him off. Just just ship <laughs> him off into some hospital. Just leave him there. I think at that point, <laughs> let him transition back and forth genders for the rest of his life because that's apparently what's most important. Really, a disgrace, right? And and and, and we get past this stuff because it happens so fast. But can we remember just a few weeks ago? They were all telling us this was a conspiracy theory and wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. right? They all mm -hmm. told us that, no, that's not true. It's not happening. They're not doing these things. They're not doing this at all. Now, all of a sudden, not only are they doing it, but everyone has to agree with it wholeheartedly or you're evil. Mm -hmm. The standards change so fast, you can't even keep track of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, look, uh, th this is uh, a bunch of people who are insane. Like, that is really where we are. We're dealing with insanity. Mm -hmm. You know, we were talking about this in the, you know, uh, a lot of times they'll bring up, the other letters, right? The L, G, the B, the, the, the others. And, uh, and there's a big difference, though, between these two. Whereas, like, the L, G, and the B are, are asking us to believe something that's true, right? Like, they, a gay person is telling us that they believe that they are attracted to other men. And at least we can observe with our eyes that they are. They're dating other men. Okay, that's something real. For us to participate in the tea, we have to believe something that, that is not true. They are telling us they are a woman when, when they are a man, and we're supposed to say, yes, you are a woman. Like, that's just not part. You can't demand others participate in your lie. And that is really the standard they're setting here. Mm -hmm. I, there was a video that was making the rounds um, last week going viral where a man got dragged out of his house by the police because he had pierced the ear of his 16-year-old son. They took him, they arrested him for that. But you can go ahead and change a child's gender at four? Uh, what? Have How a doctor we... give a girl a double mastectomy at 13? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And inevitably, they're going to regret that. Yeah. I mean, something like 88% of them do. Uh, and then another 44%, I think, wind up taking their own lives because they're so unhappy afterwards. It is absolute insanity what we've, what we've come to. And we've come to it so fast. Yeah. I mean, five years ago, you would never have believed any of this. Yeah, I know. It's really insane. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more. That's so added a PNC. 
go ahead and uh, warn everyone, viewer discretion advised for this one. So NYPD Crime Stoppers uh, posted a tweet. They, they, are, they want a man. A man is wanted for a hate crime, they say. Uh, he grabbed a restaurant's two pride flags, placed them on a chair, pooped on one of the flags, drew a smiley face in the pile of poop, and then grabbed the restaurant's second flag and wiped himself. Oh. And that's now a hate crime, according to NYPD. You can't poop on a pride flag. I, by the way, for those of you who are listening on audio, the man is black. So you have a black man that's being accused of a hate crime for pooping. <laughs> <laughs> he shit on the pride flag. Oh, <laughs> and then oh, used man. another one to wipe it. <laughs> Swear jar. Oh no! Wait, there's nothing even. In it. This is a scam swear jar. There's nothing even inside. Mm-hmm. Look at this. And I'm guessing that's not because nobody ever swears. Right. Sarah's the host. Of course, people have been swearing. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. This is. I think it's uh, honestly, personally, I think this man is a national treasure. <laughs> but I do take issue with them saying that this is a hate crime. Right. This is not a crime against a person. Yeah. Maybe he just really had to go. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those moments where you just really have to go? Yes, but I've never put and a smiley face in it if I had just really had to well, go. Well, I would say that that's showing love, not hate. That's right. Maybe that was. Maybe he felt bad about the pooping and then wanted to make it a happy time. Uh, this used mm. to be, by the way, if you did this to the actual American flag, it would be oh, seen as performance art and brilliance. That's protected, protected speech. speech. You can burn but, an yep. American flag in the middle of the street, and yep. that's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. But if you do it to a pride flag, that's very bad. I still, I still contend that he meant, he meant it in a nice way. A loving one. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, why, t- why? It was a loving. Why the smiley stop. face? Why the smiley face? And then you have to wipe. Like, what are you gonna do? Walk around with poop on your butt? You gotta wipe after that. Flag. He had to use the flag. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/podcasts.